Well, not only that, I listed off a laundry list of medications, and that's the one they focused on. Right. I said I took monoclonal antibodies. I said I took prednisone. I said I t- took z I said I had IV infusions of NAD and of vitamins, and I also took ivermectin. I mean, it should be no surprise. I had Dr. Pierre Corey who is one of the doctors from the frontline uh, critical COVID care group that has been treating people, including, by the way, 200 congresspeople have been treated with ivermectin for COVID. Did you know that? I did not know that. Holy crap. Google that. There will be no loyalty except loyalty to the party. They're so threatened by the idea that a conservative speaker might be persuasive and interesting and funny. One man's vulgarity is another man's lyric. And I would say one person's offensive speech is somebody else's challenging the status quo, rocking the boat speech. Are you looking for a podcast that contains verbal safe spaces and is free from trigger warnings? If so, you've come to the wrong place. Because we expect our conversations to be filled with rigorous debate, discussion, and even disagreement. Welcome to the Socially Sensitive Podcast. Hello, hello. I'm your host, David. And I'm Wolfie. And I don't know what happened. I don't know. It's okay. It happens sometimes. Yeah. You'll get that on those big uh, those big podcasts. Oh, well, yeah. But yeah <laughs> talking about the old COVID, that's what it is. It's uh, Mark Zuckerberg shutting us down. It's right um, by remote because he's, yeah. he's an a-hole. Yeah. You know, the, I'm uh, pretty uh, confident in that. I'm I'm pretty sure that if if we were to uh, go and you, he just doesn't look like a kind of guy that you can hang out with and, and drink a beer. No. Not that I drink beer anymore, but I'm just saying, he just don't look like the kind of guy. He just don't look like you know you're just average everyday kind of guy. He just, oh, I don't know. There's just something about that man. Yeah. When they interview him and they get him in front of Congress and he's got this them beady little eyes, he just looks just oh, I don't know, <laughs> I just want to slap a crap out of him. <laughs> yeah. Did you watch any of the uh, the report of them? Uh, you know, because Facebook's changing the name of the 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 parent company. Facebook right. itself is still going to be Facebook, but the parent company, mm-hmm. kind of like Google did a few years ago when Google changed to Alphabet, the parent company's Alphabet, and then Google and YouTube and all these other things are like under that umbrella. Now, Facebook, the parent company is going to be called Meta, and uh, Facebook, the service will still be Facebook, but then Instagram and what's uh, WhatsApp and the other stuff that they have under that umbrella. Um, and they're because they do the all the Oculus stuff. But he did. Uh, there was some shots of him when he was doing the demo that he he looked like. And that's how we're going to represent ourselves in the metaverse. Avatars will be as common as profile pictures today, but instead of a static image, they're going to be living 3D representations of you your expressions, your gestures, that are gonna make interactions much richer than anything that's possible online today. You'll probably have a photorealistic avatar for work, a stylized one for hanging out, and maybe even a fantasy one for gaming. You're gonna have a wardrobe of virtual clothes for different occasions, designed by different creators and from different apps and experiences. Importantly, you you should be able to bring your avatar and digital items across different apps and experiences in the metaverse. 
beyond avatars, there is your home space. You're going to be able to... I was trying to find the... There's, there's one where he's talking to himself. He's talking to his avatar, and he's having a conversation back and forth. And, you know, in his avatar, you can tell is, you know, CGI'd, robotic, his avatar. Mm-hmm. But he almost looks just as avatarish, however, whatever you would say that. Yeah, he looks almost as fake as his fake avatar. Yeah. I get what you're saying. He's like he's like Pinocchio. He wants to be a real boy, but he just can't. <laughs> yeah. He he's not quite figured it out yet. Now, I am all for the metaverse. <laughs> I think a lot of that's cool. A lot of the gaming stuff will be cool. A lot of the interactions. See, even right here in this picture you're showing me right here, he's sitting there talking to this girl. That girl looks more real than he does. Yeah. <laughs> and that is supposed that's, I guess that is the real him. But he still looks like he's, you know, I want to be a real boy. But some of the games I don't know. See that that looks good. That does look good. Well, you know, it's like a uh, new Resident Evil 4 just come out on uh Oculus the other day too. What was the uh what was the sh- the movie that just came out? The oh, rom-com uh, or they're in the uh Free Guy. Free Guy, yes. And I mean if that's a totally if that's what if that's what the metaverse is going to be doing then it's it's it looks like it's going to be cool. I imagine it's uh, going to be that, that times is a, of a course thousand. That is a movie and Right, but I think it's going to be so far beyond that that we can't we can't even wrap our brain around it. Yeah, maybe. Well, I mean, what are you doing right now other than uh, what you're enjoying through your five senses? But how hard would it be to trick those five senses? Hmm. Well. Especially if you were doing something a little more direct, Link, rather than. You would have to, to, to really, to be able to fool all five of your senses, you would have to go into a, I'm not going to say a stasis pod, but in some kind of like pod in which you can. It's been a little you while. Filter since out the outside world, right? So to speak, no noise. You would have to wear some kind of. No, you just have to be I asleep. Would say, or you'd have to be uh, not even unconscious. You, you could be asleep with your <clears throat> eyes off, or just sit. I mean, just imagine. Imagine you had a little patch that you could plug into on the side of your neck or on the back of your neck, the Matrix style. Something that you plugged yeah, into. Yeah, that's that's. I think that's still way too far out. That's still way too far out. They're already doing it now. Here's a Neuralink. It's like you ever watch that video? That monkey. They've got him playing pong. They taught him how to play pong. Uh huh. And the entire thing is through an implant in his brain, in his head. There's no physical control. There's no anything. No eye control. It's all done through his him just thinking it. Is moving the controller. Hmm. That's what Elon, Neuralink, which is Elon Musk, another one of his big companies, that's their big push, is to make connections to the computer. You know, forever computers were, our connections were were just tactile, you know, through a keyboard or a mouse or, you know, and then we slowly started introducing voice and, you know, a little bit more control that way. But it's still, but with that... It's a it's basically a direct link. Now, it's that's making the connection. It's a real elementary or real primitive connection. I mean, he's not doing 
but how how what's what do you think the step from that is to controlling um a remote arm i mean because they can do it through your nerves now with a through a a prosthetic so imagine having what that monkey's doing right there if you were the human trial of that but yet you're controlling say a robotic arm or i mean how big a leap is it from controlling a pong controller to then controlling a robotic arm to then controlling a surrogate robot body form i mean imagine you sit down you patch into something now you are going through this surrogate body this robot that can walk around pick stuff up move see you see and hear everything through that body and then you can take it remotely wherever you want you can leave the house in that bot in that surrogate but you're sitting at home safe but you're actually out experiencing through the five senses through your surrogate. Yeah, I, I don't. That yeah, that's. I still think that's way too far away. How far? I don't know. I mean, but like I said, we're, they're already. I mean, you've got you. I mean, I'm sure that there are people. The pieces are already there. The controls are. I'm already, sure they are. The controls are already there. The robots are all almost there. Have you seen Elon's their uh, the Tesla robot? Mm. Yes, I think I have. Does it walk on two legs? Yeah. Okay. Here's what it looks like. The Tesla bot. Now, is that an actual Tesla bot or is that a CGI image? It's, of what it's a CGI image of what they're building. Okay. So they really haven't actually got that yet. Not in that form they factor, just, no. They've just got a plan for it. Right. But they've, they've so, got the, uh, um, what you call it? What's the company that does one of the, the robot? One of the hardest things to teach a robot how to do is just walk. You ever seen on this two one? Legs. That's the Boston Dynamics one. Mm-hmm. See, I want to see Tesla buy Boston Dynamics. They probably will end up doing that. And then integrate all of that into. See, look at what that thing's capable of right there. Mm-hmm. The balance, it can do backflips, it can do front flips. It can, and that would be a really interesting, uh, I mean, like you said, if you could uh, if you could hook that up to a person and have a person control that. Here's the scary one. The potentials is, For its QUGVs, this appears to be the first example of one of these unmanned systems with an actual weapon mounted on it. Yeah, they have this one rifle mounted. Unarmed examples tell is clear the chamber and safe the gun. Ghost Robotics has said that niche an overall performance between existing 5.5645mm and 7.6251mm guns, as you can read more about here. Has nobody seen Terminator? But this Honestly, is a, no one has. This I is mean, a bad just idea. us, Dave. If they start talking about putting a satellite in, or- in orbit that's going to control all this stuff, then we need to really start worrying. Yeah, they already do. It's Starlink. That's Elon oh Musk. God, we're screwed. Elon Musk owns we're screwed. it. What was it in the Terminator? Skynet? Yeah, Skynet. Yeah. Not we're screwed. See, his is... <clears throat> how many? Let's see how many they've put in the... I think they've got something like 4,000 satellites already up. But the, the goal is he wants to blanket the Earth. And the idea is... You have, because it's, it's already out. I've already actually signed up for this, for the high-speed internet for this. And it's, um, so you would have high-speed no matter where you went. 
So you could be on a ship in the middle of the ocean. Wonder how the election's coming along. Yeah, you know, if if Republicans don't quite win the House of Delegates tonight, I think twenty twenty two in the case of that election happening, That's great. it would look pretty good. That's great news, and I'm really glad that you feel confident of that because you are in Loudoun County. Here's your Bill Maher clip. He's definitely uh, leaning. A well, I don't think he's moving. It's just that the left is continuing to go so far left that uh, their ideas and beliefs. And I'm not sure what the latest Dr. Fauci thing was on Halloween. He's changed his mind a lot, but I think it was go and do it. I hope so, because it certainly has been my position since the beginning of this. Just resume living. Uh, you know, I mean, come on, the, the, the 15 of 100,000. That's where we are cases in California. 15 cases per 100,000 people. I know some people seem to not want to give up on the wonderful pandemic, but you know what? It's over. There's always going to be a variance. You shouldn't have to wear masks. I should be able, I haven't had a meeting with my staff since March of 2020. Why? The world recognizes natural immunity. We don't, because everything in this country has to go through the pharmaceutical companies. Natural immunity is the best kind of immunity. We shouldn't fire people who have natural immunity because they don't get the vaccine. We should hire them. Makes a lot of sense. Yep. And you know what? Because of the stance that he's taken, he's caught a lot of flack from the people on the left. Yeah. I never had much use for Bill Moore. Uh, I always thought he was just way too liberal. Yeah. But here lately, as his party keeps going further and further left into the crazy town into crazy town he seems to be yeah his, turning into more of a a yeah. voice for you know he, hey look you know he's just a logical liberal yeah well he tried to be logical yes i can see that yeah but all they like want to do one of, the, one, of the, one of the shows he had was politically incorrect and i thought it was probably the most politically correct show i've ever watched in my life but here lately he really has been getting politically incorrect because he's been taking you know, more of a middle of the road stance when his whole party is going looks like you know, like a bunch of lemmings running off the edge of a cliff heading towards socialism. And he's like, look, you know, he's done several things. Uh, one of them was, you know, he's he was talking about how you know there's the crazies on the right that deny the climate, and I guess I'm one of those. But then he's he comes right back after saying that, and he's like, look, but also we've got our own crazies on this side uh, that are crazy about the uh, the COVID stuff, you know, and. And they did a poll and they were showing, you know, what the actual statistics were as opposed to what liberals and Democrats actually thought was going to happen. Like, say, if you, you know, most liberal Democrats were of the mindset that if you get it, it's just an instant death sentence. Right. You know, and we're looking at 50 some plus percentile of these people. And I'm just like, oh, Lord. I know, yeah. When the, in those polls, when they ask people, that's how, yeah, most Democrats think that 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 at least hospitalizations, they were of the opinion that yeah, if you got COVID, that you were uh, you were it was um, you were going to end up hospitalized. Mm -hmm. But their only push is uh, and um, dead, right? You know, they've got these they've got these some of these people so scared. I mean, they're still I still see them around here, and you think that oh Lord, lead. Riding around in a car by themselves, wearing a mask. Yeah. They have scared these people to death. It is ridiculous. Yeah, I see that around here every now and then, but not not as much anymore. Depending on where I go, I almost never see anybody with a mask on anymore. Period. Anywhere. 
Now, like you go to some place that's got a lot of people. Let's say you go to Walmart. Maybe one out of every ten will have a mask on now. Yeah. Um, but like I go to some counties, like I go to Clay County. I don't think there's a person in that county that wears a mask. Um, but it's a pretty rural area. And, you know, you go in there and there's, there's just nobody. Nobody talks about it. Nobody wears masks. Nobody does anything. Um, it's just they're living mm-hmm. their lives. Um, well, like we went, Which is what we should have been doing the whole time anyway. Right. Well, that's what his I mean, thing is, talking about. The, I mean, the flu, the flu kills people. Yeah. It does. Maybe not as many people not as, as, many, as COVID. But, but, but the flu kills people. It does. Right. I mean, it's just a fact of life. You know, if, if you're old and you've got a compromised immune system, you get the flu or something like that, you end up dead. But they keep it just happens. Discount. They keep discounting natural immunity. If you've had it, they don't even they don't even want that to be a part of the discussion. They only want no, they vaccine, don't. vaccine, 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 vaccine. They, they want you to comply. That is their right. only thing. They don't care that about natural immunity or anything else. You just have to comply with what we what we say. What I'm interested in is. Is there any uh, monetary benefit for Fauci, you know, coming out with this stuff? Does he is he invested in these pharmaceutical companies? Has anyone looked into his finances? Oh, they, to see yeah, they all are. If maybe, all, if maybe almost everybody in Congress is. You can you can look. I know, like Nancy Pelosi, she's a huge. She holds a ton of Pfizer. I mean, everybody holds Pfizer. Well, I don't say anybody, everybody, but anybody who's investing at the beginning of this would have put money into Pfizer. It, it's kind of like a chicken or the egg. Are they investing in Pfizer because they're helping it go up? Or are they investing in Pfizer because it is going up because of what's happening? Or is it going up because they're helping it go up? I mean, it, it's kind of a, a little circular thing. But the point is, when do you shut it off? You know, when is it? Because now they're to the point that it looks like everybody's probably going to get a couple of shots a year. I mean, you're going to continue to get boosted. Right. That is madness. Like we said. It is brought to you by Pfizer. Pfizer. CBS Health Watch, sponsored Pfizer. by Pfizer. Anderson Cooper 360. Brought to you. I personally, I don't believe that the, that the so-called vaccine, the shot, COVID shot, I don't think it's actually meant to help you or even save your life. Here's, here's a quick I think clip it's, it. And I hate to say this, and I, want, I don't want to sound like a conspiracy nut, but I think it's actually... Because all of the mRNA vaccine stuff that I've, I've looked into, they give them the, M, the mRNA vaccine, and then they expose the animal to the disease that they're giving them the vaccine for. And in all cases, the animal ends up dying because the immune system goes into overdrive and basically attacks the own, its own body. Right. And I don't. they've got a name for that, and I can't remember it right now. I'd have to look at it. And I, that's just me. I mean, this is what we've seen so far. I really don't see us where anything's changed. Now, there's been people that have taken the shots and they've gotten lucky. Nothing's happened to them. Right. A lot. A lot. But, the majority, and, the majority also, of people. There's also people that have had things, that have had the shot and they've had things happen to them. Right. And they're covering that stuff up because they don't want nobody to know about it. Because if you can, you know, make a decent case that, hey, look, you know, I've already had COVID. I've got natural immunity, but you want me to take your shot, which basically what you're doing there is I'm going to play Russian roulette with my health and my life by taking your shot. It right. could end up killing me on the spot. Myocarditis. It could end up, you know, swelling my heart up, and then I end up dying from that. Yeah, you know, does it really matter if I die from the COVID shot or the fact that it swells my heart and I die of some kind of heart attack? 
Yeah. I'm still dead. So you want me to play Russian roulette with my health just to make you feel safe. Right. Yeah. A lot of times people and, feel yeah. it's a rare event that fully vaccinated people may die. I happen to be the senior advisor to Governor Hogan in the state of Maryland. Uh, in the last six to eight weeks, uh, more than 40% of the people that died in Maryland were fully vaccinated. 40%. Yeah. So it's kind of like, take it, don't take it. It's not going to make a whole lot of difference. Based off, no, of that, based off of solely that one number. Some areas you're going to go in. Well, I, most I've, of the hospitalizations of are going to be vaccinated because if if you're in a if you're in an area or a city that is 99% vaccinated if 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 you're in an area that's 99% vaccinated mm-hmm. of course most of the hospitalizations are going to be vaccinated people because most of the people are vaccinated your pool of are people vaccinated. are vaccinated so if you go but the other way if you're in a community that only let's say the a, a heavy um you know urban black community that's 25% vaccinated of course or un, 25% vaccinated 75% unvaccinated then of course most of the people in the hospital from covid are going to be unvaccinated because but they they don't want to even touch on those numbers no no and they don't want to report on them they don't want to say anything about them. and like that thing right there with the guy with the 40% of i hadn't heard that till just now Right. But that's a perfect it's a perfect example of what I'm saying. You know, this thing wasn't designed. I personally think that this is population control. Right. And I hate to sound like a freaking conspiracy conspiracy nut, but it the vaccine doesn't protect you from getting it. It doesn't keep you from spreading it. It doesn't keep you from dying from it. Well, if, if it does, else. even if you it know, does a small, little. I got the smallpox vaccine when I was a kid, right? Right. I got the smallpox vaccine when I was a kid. Have you ever heard of a breakout case of smallpox? Mm, no, but I imagine never, it probably has been. I have never heard of one. I've never really looked. That's a real vaccine. This stuff right here is not a real vaccine. Yeah, it said in the summer of 1978, the last known case of smallpox was reported, claiming the life of 40-year-old medical photographer Janet Parker. And to say whether or not she was vaccinated or not, I dare say she probably wasn't. Oh, yeah. No, I doubt it. See, and that's that, that's what kills me is these news organizations and everything, and everybody's talking about you know, oh look what we did with that, look what we did with smallpox, you know, look what we did with smallpox, and yeah, you did do a great job with smallpox. You you defeated the disease that was killing people, but this is nowhere near the smallpox vaccine. Nowhere right. near it. It don't right. touch it. Well, this virus is nowhere near the smallpox virus either. Yeah, the smallpox virus was actually more deadly than yeah. this one. It killed something like it was like a thirty or forty percent mortality, wasn't it? I was thinking it was it really was, it high. Was, it was high, yeah. It was a whole lot higher than I mean what it's Yeah, it says killing like a third of mortality. Killing no thirty percent. Oh, this COVID? Yeah, COVID. Oh no, no. Yeah, COVID's less than like it's not even total population is less than a percent. But yeah, smallpox was right at the third, so thirty three percent. It says mm-hmm. in, in the 20th century alone, an estimated 300 million people died from smallpox. Right. So a third, 33%. That is a huge difference between COVID right. and smallpox. Right. Smallpox was a whole lot more deadly. But I've still never had to show that I had a smallpox vaccine to go into a movie theater or a restaurant. Me neither. 
Never had to show my papers. And that's something else that kills me is that just sounds a whole lot like Nazi Germany. And I hate to make that comparison because it's always, oh, it's so cliche to, to compare things to the Nazis. But I'm sorry, it just is. It just sounds, you know, either that or Russia back during, you know, the communist uh, theory while the communists were in charge. Your papers, you must see your papers so that you can travel, so that you can do anything. Like I said, nothing good ever comes out of making one group of people the scapegoat for all your problems. No. It just never ends well. Did you ever hear this clip of this lady here? You're right. There are tens of millions of Americans who aren't on the hard left or the hard right who feel the world has gone mad. So in what ways has the world gone mad? Well, you know, when you have the chief reporter on the beat of COVID for the New York Times talking about how questioning or pursuing the question of the lab leak is racist, the world has gone mad. When you're not able to say out loud and in public that there are differences between men and women, the world has gone mad. When we're not allowed to acknowledge that rioting is rioting and it is bad, and that silence is not violence, but violence is violence, the world has gone mad. When we're not able to say that Hunter Biden's laptop is a story worth pursuing, the world has gone mad. When in the name of progress, young school children, as young as kindergarten, are being separated in public schools because of their race, and that is called progress rather than segregation, the world has gone mad. Yeah, see. <clears throat> yeah, that's that woman sees clearly. Yeah. She has vision. And I agree with that. That is, that is, you've gone mad. Yeah, especially the stuff about segregating kids. That's not progress. You're going backwards. This whole thing is taking us backwards in time as far as, you know, civil rights and, and everything. You know, it's, it's taking us back. It's not taking us forward. This isn't, this isn't a leap forward. This is, I'm going back to the same old crap that, you know, we used to do back, you know, back in the day. Oh, I saw this clip too. This is pretty. This is what happened. Police say a man approached a car where there were two toddlers inside. The mom saw him jump in and start to drive off. So what did she do? She actually hops in this car where this carjacker is, gets in the passenger seat, and police say she was begging him to stop. He refused. So what she did next is she opened up the glove compartment, pulled out a gun, and she was forced to shoot that carjacker in the head. Sweet. End. That woman should be given a medal. Yep. But I'm sure they'll probably have her up on charges. Uh, yeah, probably. You see where the uh, Kyle Rittenhouse trial started today? Yes, I have. I was listening. I heard a little bit of that. You uh, the opening uh, statements? No, no. I just heard that it was it was starting, and then <clears throat> the prosecution was going to try to frame the argument. What he did was was not good, and his defense is you know putting forward the the argument that what he did was in self defense. Right. <clears throat> Which, Watching, I mean, I watched the videos, and I think it was, too. Oh, yeah. But you listen to the prosecution's opening statements. They were they, 100% on the side of the defense. I mean, every single, the media, you know, because the media has been pushing lies about it this whole time, right? Mm -hmm. So they've been oh, pushing, yeah. uh, he, he brought the gun across state lines. Didn't happen, even in the opening argument. You know, there are the opening statements from the prosecution. He even says that, that the how the gun was purchased, where it was stored, it was, you know, because his his uh, friend had it, you know, kept it at his farm. They kept it in a gun safe there. And, you know, everything about it was 
because they've been saying this whole time that he he brought it with him across state lines. That's a crime. He can't legally have that. So everything the prosecution was, he was rebutting everything that the media has been saying as a defense is or as a a negative against him, a charge against him. He pretty much rebutted mm-hmm. every every single bit of that during the open argument. So I was kind of like, I don't know what they're hey, doing. When when was it? When was it? Uh, when did it become illegal to transport a firearm over state lines? Depends on the state and if you're a minor, because he's a minor. He's 17. Oh, uh, okay. See, because technically he can't legally buy the gun. Right. He can have. He can possess the gun. It's not illegal for him to have him possess it and use it. Right. Um, but and that's that's one of the screwed up things about our country that, that you know, at uh, seventeen, eighteen years old, this guy can go off to war, but he can't smoke a cigarette, drink a beer, or buy a gun. Well, he can at seventeen, but at eighteen he can. But yeah, he can buy a gun yes. at eighteen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, there's just those those you know. It's just insane. But like they said, you know, he goes through explaining that, uh, um, talking about the guy, he, the first guy he shot, the pedophile guy. He's talking about him, talking about how he was mm-hmm. chasing him, how there was an actually somebody shot first before Rittenhouse. Um, mm-hmm. He explains he was shot in the back, um, but he explains he was shot four times. And he goes through, he was shot as he was lunging, coming at him, attacking him. Um, shot him once in the hip, once in the leg. And then he kind of, as he was falling, spinning. Because it was like pop, 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 pop. You know, put off four rounds. Um, mm-hmm. And hit him with all four. But the third shot, I think, is what they think is the kill shot. The one that was in the, in right. the back. Um, so he's not even saying that it was excessive. He wasn't saying, you know, every, t- every single thing he was presenting to me was like self-defense That's self-defense. And it's like, it was kind of like the yeah, prosecution, I mean, if you've got somebody, you've, the prosecution you've was presenting the defense, you. his case for him is what it sounded like to me. I mean, I was, I didn't, I don't know. I did not quite understand. It. It's kind of like, kind of like, uh, do you ever see Eminem eight mile? You know, when he starts out the rapping, mm-hmm. you know, he starts slamming himself all the negative things against him so that when it's right. their time, they won't have anything left to say against him. Um, it, so but so I don't know what they're going to do, because I can't see that they take this trial anywhere else other than self-defense now with what they presented with, with what the pr- yeah. prosecution just presented during the opening arguments. Um, well, then you, you've got to think that, you know, maybe the prosecuting attorney isn't really on board with this prosecution. Yeah. And he's not even he's not even like the, the kind of the district attorney. He's the assistant district attorney. So you'd think in yeah. this big, yeah. high profile case that the the but I don't know. But it's going to well, maybe this guy to, hasn't been bought off by Soros yet. And that's why <laughs> maybe. But I think it's still probably going to come down to they're going to present such a, the pr- prosecution will present a weak, horrible, horrible case. The defense will do a good case. It'll be obvious to everybody on the planet 
who logically puts any thought into it that it was self-defense and the jury will still mm-hmm. convict him because we don't want our city to burn. You really think that'll happen? Probably. I think that's sad if it does. Yeah. That'll be the end well, of our justice system. But then again, we've seen, it, we've seen it with the uh, George Floyd case. Right. If you looked at the, at the autopsy, he had enough fentanyl in him to kill himself. Right. And it did. And But they still blamed the other guy for it. So. They said he murdered him. And no, he didn't. The dude committed suicide by taking his stash that he was going to sell. And this is the weird thing about it. It's all these people that are so up in arms or were so up in arms over the death of George Floyd. He would have taken those drugs that he had and, and ended up taking them into his own body. He would have taken any of those and sold them to any of your kids out there. And he yeah. wouldn't have thought anything else about it. Yeah. And if they died, he wouldn't care. Nope. But and that's just a, that's that's just a sad, sad, sad. You know, it used to be a drug dealer end up dead. You know, nobody cared, and rightfully so. All right, man. I'll All right, get off here. All right, I'll talk to you later, man. All right, All right bye. See, see you, bye. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others. Post about it on social media or leave a rating and a review. To catch all the latest from us, you can go to sociallysensitive.com and follow us on Instagram at sociallysensitive and on Twitter at sociallysense. Thanks again, and see you next time. Somebody pray for me. The homies in the sky gonna have to wait for me. I can smell your lies. Watch what you say to me. Cause I done seen a lot of shit that I can never talk about.